Hey guys, this episode of Brunch Culture is brought to you by I'm Pro You, the positive social site that's geared towards making sure that everybody knows about the great people in your life. Head on over to IamProYou.com and start proing. And now, let's get to the show. Brunch Culture. We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture. Literally, everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is about. It's about a thing. Yeah, Brunch culture. Brunch culture. It's been a long week for me, yo. I just, I need a bed. I need to sleep. It's been a long week for me, too. Um, Yesterday, after I got done doing what I needed to do, I had a meeting, had a couple calls I need to make. And I came home and tried to take a nap. And... As soon as I tried to take a nap, my phone started ringing again with important calls that I needed to take. And so today, I'm really, really in tune with not leaving my house. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Sometimes it's, it's good to have like a, you know, a, a good, relaxed, chill day. I wish I could do that, but I'm excited. I'm about to get ready to go on a trip. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, you going on the trip? Hey, I didn't even know. Yeah. Where are you I'm going? Out of here. I can, I would tell you, but I'll tell you afterwards. So We're it's not because I don't going. want people to like We're try to find me on the trip. Yeah, you on our favorite phone? rocket ship, surfing through the sky. There's like no, there's like a trap not... version when they got. We're going. We're... I thought that. Hold on, you get confused me. I thought I was singing another song. Trains. Oh. Taxi cab, all the choices here. That's another song. You remember that from like kindergarten? Yeah, no, <laughs> nah, bro. I don't know what that one is. It's trains and taxi cabs, what? All the choices here. Now I gotta figure out that song. Now I'm a, at some point during the day, I'm gonna figure out where I got that from. I got it from somewhere. I'm not quite sure where. I know that I just like the 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 we're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. Yeah, I know about that one, but that was. This time, that's I really like that song though. That would be right. There's this one with like this trap music version that they got, and this that would be on fire. Is this is that from a real like kid show? Yeah, yeah, it's called Little Einsteins. Oh, I think okay. it's a it's a Disney Channel thing. Oh, okay. We'll with the little kids. Something new every day. Yeah, it's dope. I don't have children, thank God, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't got no children sh- either, and I know. No shade to the people who have kids. When you do have kids, it's going to be an interesting situation because you always be like, I ain't got kids. I don't know if I want them. Yeah, I think all my friends say that. They're going to be like, "It's I don't know how it's going to be. You're I, probably going to be super motherly and be like, I don't know what I did without my children. <laughs> I love my children. Where would I be without my children? They changed my life. Where would I be um, without my baby? Literally. The thought alone might break me. Y'all remember that? People looking like what? Jairus. Especially like younger people, like what? Who is that? Don't nobody know who that person is. It is a generation that probably don't know Ja Rule. Yeah. Coming up. Not I'm not even coming up. They here. Yeah. Yeah. I remember he was every. It just ja shows everybody everything. had their seasons because he was like. 
the man and then 50 cent was like the man and then he just went down but you know who's still thriving puff daddy take that one never goes out of style oh i guess um if you're into his music then I guess he doesn't go out. I don't understand how you don't like him. But no, I do. It's not that I don't like him. I think he's dope. I think he's a person that he, he's a he's a businessman. I respect like his business acumen more than I respect like him as a rapper. Him as an artist is kind of like, well, and not like yeah, I don't really know. But I think he's a dope businessman, and like I mean, he knows. He knows the music industry, you know, or what, or what not. But I mean, I don't know. I just don't. There's, there's not like a Diddy song that I'd be like, oh shoot, I gotta have that. More money, more problems. Uh, That's like one of my favorite songs of all time. But I always think, and I guess maybe, maybe this is a check to myself because those are Diddy songs. Like I, I just always think about the other artists on there besides. Oh, the, like Mace. Like yeah, I always think about them. He back. I saw him on a, like an Instagram, and he looks so green. I'm actually excited about this tour though. This uh, 20 year bad boy tour. Yeah, I kind of want to go to the show because I I was amped at the BT Awards when they did that. Yeah, did it with uh, so did he me a ticket? Did it with the whole? I don't know. I guess. I say I say there's no songs that get me, but there are songs that get me that Diddy make. I think I just always think of him with other artists. I'm I've never heard just like a song with him by himself that I'm like, oh man, that's so raw. So that's why when people like or you say like, oh he's a good artist, I'm like, well, I don't really know. It's maybe a producer, a dope producer, but you know I don't know. I don't know. It's the D, the I, the D, the D, the Y. It's Diddy. Hold up. <laughs> That's just crazy. Wow. La 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 la. Got us with that lyric. <laughs> so, as we move on to the scroll, Hurricane Jaquan. <laughs> I don't think that's the name. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I kept reading it. I was at the gym and I kept seeing it. Side note: that's In this like area, cousin. <laughs> look. In this area, everybody is like going crazy about. <laughs> the hurricane and I'm from Florida so I'm like guys like it's it's a hurricane like you're gonna be okay it's not gonna be that bad and I was talking to one of my homeboys who's from Florida as well he was like well up here it is kind of a big big thing because the infrastructure is not built to withstand hurricanes whereas in Florida it's built that way so somebody can be like a category three coming in Florida and you might just be chilling like it is what it is but a category one swoop through the DMV and you got a problem because people the stuff wasn't built for this and nobody was thinking about that so I don't know I kind of was like not paying attention to it but I'm in the gym working out and I saw it flash across the screen and I was like they named the Hurricane Jaquan <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like first off who's the meteorologist that found this and they named him Jaquan I want to dap you up or give you I want to toast to you for naming it. But then I was like, but maybe that's not the name. And so I heard it's supposed to be like Hakeem or Joaquin, Joaquin. I don't know. I just I just say Jaquan because that's what I read. Every time I see it, I read Jaquan. So I'm just going to call it Jaquan. That's somebody's cousin in the, um, in the hood name. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with the Jaquan. Hey, man, you're not going to get on these names. 
I'm not. I'm not. I'm not throwing shade, but I'm just saying. It sounds a little. You being shady. What's wrong with being ethnic? See, that's the problem. You want a name like Stacy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Stacy. You want to pick on Stacy? That's boring. Lisa. That's boring. Lisa Victoria. <laughs> and then Randall Keith. What's wrong with that? I'm saying that's a that's that's not like yeah my, yeah my first name is is really I I would never forget though being in like elementary school and they go through and everybody names start with like La or Lil or something like that and then they get to Randall and I used to be like here I am guys <laughs> like I I'm already mentioned this and I'm like here I go it's and sometimes it's like when you're growing up and you go to a predominantly African American school. People have like regular names, like I won't say regular names that are popular, but then they spell it completely different. Such as I saw this on the news. I think I mentioned it before. Erica, and it was A I R W R E C K A. Erica, yeah. Yeah, it's just that's a lot. So you know, be mindful. You know, your kids gotta spell it in kindergarten. Um, it could be a struggle, you know. They they gonna learn. They gonna be smart. You name them what you want to name. Them. Spell it how you want to spell it, and then let them be smart when they know how to spell different stuff. So she know how to spell air and wreck all at the same time. <laughs> Just learn how to spell them. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Be great. Let these kids be great. Y'all be great. You know, be great. This dude was great this weekend when he po not weekend week when he purchased. Google Google.com. So Google is beta testing um, a domain um, service, like kind of like GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. And he purchased Google.com. Obviously, there was a glitch because Google.com is obviously owned by Google. He purchased it for $12 and owned it for a minute. So shout out to him because he was great. Man, if they hadn't, uh, if they had a misstep, he could have really messed up their brand for. <laughs> Is, you say this man's great only for one minute though. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. You got sixty seconds of greatness, bro. Yeah, they. I, I guess the tech crew was like, "Oh, somebody probably got fired over that." Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it at all. That's funny though, because like, what can you do? I, I mean, he probably did. He even realize that he had it for that minute. This probably like as soon as you hit, you click. Like I have, and you think about it, they like revoking it back. Yeah, but I mean, it's funny that he even tried that. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't even try that because you know, you think of domains that are not taken. Yeah. You're typing in to find out which domains are taken, and maybe he did. He probably he might have did it by accident. It was like, what they selling this? Right. Let me go. I mean, it's not. (laughs) They stock prices are through the roof. So I mean. You basically own their domain is like everything. So <laughs> it's mine. I own this. Yeah. So yeah. Well, no, only for a minute. <laughs> but you, you sir, you you had your one minute of fame. Speaking of minutes of fame, so I know you don't watch Empire, but people have been talking and. A lot of people are disappointed with Empire. Apparently, Empire's ratings have gone down. 
I'll be the first to admit that it's been a struggle to, to stay interested. Um, and I think that it's just because it's so much going on and I can't connect with the characters. I can't, which I don't believe you could do last season. So in all fairness, I don't believe anything that's happening this season is any different from what happened last season. So you had in one episode, 50,000 things happen. And there was always that one, you know, part where Taraji says something extremely funny or somebody calls somebody out and that's like the highlight of the episode. So I don't feel like the, the show is different this season, but I think last season personally I was making a pass for it because I kept saying, well, it is the pilot season. So they are trying to get people interested and they want to make sure that it's going to be something. And it's just gonna take, you know, they're putting a whole bunch of stuff in in the show, so that they want you, they want you to get interested. But I thought this season that it was gonna be a little bit more spelled out. You're gonna be able to understand, like, oh, so this is what happened here, and this is where this that person came from, and this is what they're trying to do. But this season, it's just, it seems all over the place already, and I feel like we can't get connected or i can't get connected to any of the stories or the characters because it's always like we own to the next already i just i don't know it's i'm trying to and i want to support the show i want the show to do great i dvr that and blackish so that i can watch both so i want them both to do great but it's it's, it's been a struggle yo it really has been a yeah, struggle I, I, see every time i watch empire and maybe i'll watch the episode this this um this uh time this season but last season every time i watched it it was all over the place like you're saying you just it can't keep up and now you're telling me that it's worse that's like no motivation for me to watch it at all yeah and i don't know if i like i said i don't know if i'll say worse more so of just like it is i expected it to be different this season like i expected to be able to get a lot more character development and get in tune and connected more with what the characters was do are doing, but yeah, that that wasn't the case. <laughs> Not the case at all. Well, you know, scandal and how to get away with murder. Scandal to me is predictable. It's just Fitz and Olivia. It's the the same. I still watch it, but I I find myself each season becoming more and more uninterested in this whole back and forth between the two um and i guess and and we were talking and it was like every show becomes like predictable at some point and you kind of get tired of it which is cool i hope power never goes that way or suits but it will though i think don't don't ruin it for me no man. but it, it will let me believe a lie no, you got to walk into reality. It will because so the one thing I realize about this generation of television or of viewers, this generation of viewers, because of reality TV, we want, you know, drama all the time. You want people kicking and screaming or something that's going to keep you like, oh, no, this didn't happen. And oh, that person said that. That's what we want all the time because of reality TV. So shows like when scandal came out it was so great because it gave you that element of surprise it gave you that element of oh what's gonna happen next and i want to watch and i'm glued to the tv because i've never seen anything like this but just like reality tv 
it dies down. This same show, these characters have to be true to themselves and true to form. So they're going to respond in ways that we've seen them respond before. They're going to do things that we've seen them do before. And so it's not going to be as exciting. So you think about like the any reality show that you watch, it used to be the great American Idol. It used to be so great. And then after a while, it just became it's the same thing. You know, you're going to have people come on here and act crazy. You know, it's going to be people that can't sing, that think they can sing and that's going to cry. You know, there's going to be some bomb behind singers that's going to go here and one of them's going to get chopped out and America's going to be upset. Like it becomes the same thing. And I think that's why for myself, I'm so dedicated to continuing to support the show and support the art because I'm saying for me, the only other option is reality TV and I love scripted television. So I'm going to stay here to keep supporting it. And I just want the writers to keep trying to do something new, even though I probably can figure things out at this point. I just don't want I want to give up on it because the only other alternative is reality TV. And I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, I'll pass. And I mean, how to get away with murder still is in the early stages. So it hasn't, I'm not tired of the storyline. In fact, it was just, it's a lot right now on how to get away with murder. The whole Viola Davis and Jean Grey, that really caught me off guard. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> the um, fact that you keep calling her Jean Grey. Yeah, because yeah, I don't know her real name. And I just know <laughs> she was an X-Men and she was Jean Grey. And I like X-Men. So I didn't really, I didn't see that coming. And I was just like, oh, okay. Oh, that's where we're going with this. Yeah, I was yeah like, so I had a friend that was explaining to me that you can tell that they, there was, like, sexual tension between them before, and I just missed it. Like, I didn't even... I completely missed that. I didn't I get in the argument they were having back and forth. Um, I think Viola Davis mentioned something like, you just came to see me or to check up on me, and then... um. It, I don't know. She was she was just mentioning you can kind of tell throughout that argument that it went their relationship. While maybe you could you couldn't say that, oh, you know, they were they they were in a relationship with each other. You could tell that it was something more like there was like sexual tension and sexual frustration. And I was like, yeah, I'm, that one went right over my head. Like, I, I, I didn't get it. But that wasn't even the shocker killer to me. The shocker was. And spoiler alert. Oh, gosh, man. I feel like we probably. Well, it's been like a week, so we can talk about it like a week later. But the end of the first episode, that's what got me. Like Viola Davis laying on the floor in the blood. That's what I was like. What? Wait, no. What happened? So and I haven't seen this past week's episode. So I'm going to actually watch. I'm going to watch that when we get done here. But yeah, that's. Yeah. I hope in, nobody's like really stressing whether she gonna die or not. If yeah. we just use our context clues, guys, uh, the show is about her, um, <laughs> so she's definitely not gonna die. So you can stop losing sleep. You just ruined some people's expectations. Some people were really nervous, thinking that Viola Davis is gonna die, and you just ruined it. Well, what what they gonna do with the show? It's how to get away with murder. She's the leading actress. It's like it when Olivia Pope got captured. You yeah, know, I was pretty was annoyed. Over. Yeah, I was pretty annoyed. I was over that whole situation in general, but for people that was like, oh, I was so nervous. I thought he was going to kill her. Come on, man. And you can even notice it in the cockiness of her character. You're not going to kill me. <laughs> like, although I'm afraid and I want to be out of here, you're not going to kill me. I'm sorry. It's yeah. just it's not going to happen. 
you just when you know that how shows go you know who's who's gonna be alive and who not i know just like on criminal minds i know in the last five minutes they're gonna get the bad guy you know it happens every show <laughs> he's not gonna get away he or she not gonna get away i know they come they're gonna get him or it might be to be continuing and might get the next show but they're gonna get him that's just the nature of the game that's why you watch it yeah it's predictable but um, in sad news happened this week, a sh- uh, college shooting. Um, another one. It's it's really sad. And I, and this time, um, they say he were going go, going up to people and asking them were they Christians, and um, shooting them. Wow. Uh, I was just like blown away by that. I know that happened in Columbine as well, where they were targeting christians but he had something against organized religion um the shooter um but it's just it's really sad and the amount of guns he had and they said he had some that he was able to pass the the um the mental evaluation to buy guns but it was noted that he had some mental problems i guess in school mm-hmm. so i'm just i'm wondering like what is the evaluation for people getting guns like how strict is this thing because it seems to be like people are just slipping through the cracks consistently and these aren't people who are getting guns illegally this is somebody who's purchasing guns the right way legally right and that's where the whole entire problem comes in president obama president obama i'm sorry he made a statement saying I've too many times if I had to speak on something like this, too many times the American people had to endure this and we had to say, you know, pray for this. It really is time for us to evaluate our gun laws and make some adjustments and make some changes and really have a real evaluation that really is going to we're, we're seriously taking in consideration a person's mental mental state and what what their history is um history with violence history with weapons because here is a student that's a college student that is in a classroom i think i read that he started in like his english class and he's in a classroom and for most people it's just a normal day he, he doesn't appear to be you know angry irate or pissed off and he starts out, he starts in this classroom killing people inside the classroom. You know, that is, it, it, it's, it's, it's sad, but it's mortifying. And it makes me say, it makes me really get frustrated and say, so what more do we need before people start to understand that there has to be some sort of change that comes or some sort of consideration that we, we take to, our gun laws. And here's another thing that really fires me up when it comes to the Republican Party, because it's like we every the, the everything is thrown off to where well, you're trying to take away our guns. No one is trying to take away your guns. But if you have a violent history of violent past or a history of mental health issues, there really needs to be some sort of program follow up that happens to make sure that you aren't going to be putting people in harm's way. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, is that going to eliminate all of our problems? Absolutely not. But what we've seen time and time again is that the people that commit these types of acts and these heinous murders of multiple people, they have a history of mental health issues and nobody's addressing it. They're purchasing guns legally and nobody is looking at them and saying, hey, wait, 
what are you going to do with this gun? Are you okay? You know what I'm saying? Because when you get a gun in your hand, you get power. I remember my mom telling me after my dad passed away, um, I was going, I got my dad's gun. And my mom, I was like, you know, I'm going to get a permit for it and I'm just going to keep it. And my mom was just like, no, you're not going to keep it. Because if you keep it now, you just got access to more power at the time. And I was a college student. You got access to more power. You feel like you can naturally overpower someone. You feel like that's an option to go to to somebody. And at this point in this stage in life, you're not stable enough. So you not know it's not happening. And I, I you know, I, I haven't had personally any mental health issues or anything like that. But I think just being a normal person, that was something that I needed because I, I did my dad. So who was to say that I would go off and be, you know, angry, upset at someone and use that as an option not that i would kill somebody but even if to say i would would reach for it i would consider it or think about it i don't need that option at that stage in that phase in life i was a college student that we make stupid decisions all the time so i think we there this and i'm not to say that any other one hasn't but at this point i'm glad that the story is starting to say look what are we going to do because we have to stop you know Going back and forth saying, well, next time we're going to get them or we're going to try it this time or 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 no. When are we going to make a change? Because a change absolutely has to be made. Yeah. And I think, you know, when um, one of my friends always says to me, um, she says the reason she doesn't want a gun is because you really never know how things life's um, events will affect you how angry you could get, you know, until that moment happens. Mm-hmm. And just like your mom was saying, you don't need that option. You know what I'm saying? Um, to, to, you don't need that option. Cause you know, when you get angry, you don't know what can happen. Exactly. Most murders. Uh, well, I won't say most cause I don't know the stats, but a lot of, a lot of um, murders are like people who just snap one day. It wasn't like they weren't bad people per se. They just snapped. Something really pissed them off and they just snapped. And had they not had that gun present, maybe a life could have been saved. Um, yeah. So, you know, those are all things we have to consider when we're thinking about purchasing weapons. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the, if, if, if I don't know if you've seen it, Lisa, but if you guys haven't seen the picture of the number of American deaths caused by terrorism versus gun violence in, a, in the U.S., the numbers are staggering. It is. It infuriates us on so me on so many levels. Uh, um, I I think when I think about when I think and I, and I don't know why my brain just automatically thinks about these two and pins them together. But when I think about people talking about you know um, terrorists and and and, and terrorists being Muslim and carry these stereotypes about the Muslim community and being terrorist. And when we look at the number of deaths that have, that have happened, that have occurred by gun, by guns and here in the U S and it makes me say, well, when people that are not Muslim are killing other people in the U S of a, are we considering them terrorists, right? Like we we take these positions about people that look differently from us, believe differently from us, but we're not considering the danger that we're doing to ourselves or the danger of our own 
in our own in our own country. And I think that is just that comes automatically for me of just, you know, wanting to give everybody consideration and wanting to make sure that everybody has a fair playing field. And I know, you know, biases kind of come naturally. It's not even something that oftentimes people are intentionally trying to do. But I think we have to be intentional about not doing those things, particularly seeing these numbers, because these numbers are astronomical. It, it is insane. Yeah, it's crazy. And something definitely needs to be done. So I thoughts and prayers are with the family and friends um, and anyone affected by the shooting um, because it really is sad. And hopefully, hopefully we'll have some action and some legislation passed that will help uh, prevent this from happening in the future. Talk to you, Republicans. (laughs) It's really all about, you know, hearing each other. I think the Democrats have valid points. And the Republicans have some valid concerns, too, but we have to meet in the middle. And I think with with people so attached to lobbyists and, you know, promoting like NRA and stuff like that, you you have, you know, people who are not like thinking critically through the issue um, because they have, you know, money or whatever or, you know, things tied to that. So it kind of gets the people actually don't aren't the concern it's kind of people lining their own pockets so right that's unfortunate extremely so that wraps up the scroll we will be back for the main topic Today for the main topic, <laughs> the main dish, the main dish, the main topic. I don't even know. Yeah, our main squeeze, whatever we gonna call it. <laughs> we are talking about meeting parents when you're dating somebody. Y'all are in relationship. When's a good time to bring them home to meet mama and daddy? Is that a thing anymore? Do people care? We got social media. You know, if you take a picture with somebody and post it to Instagram or social media and your mama is on social media, nine times out of time, she's gonna, nine times out of ten, she's gonna see them. So is it even a thing to be concerned about bringing someone home to your parents? I, I know people that exist on multiple sides with this issue and I personally believe people are too uptight when it comes to this whole like take you to meet my mama thing. I think yeah, it's just not that big a deal. Uh, but I don't yeah, I, I I don't in some regards I understand people I understand the arguments, but some regards I don't. So let's just kick it off with the arguments. I know Lisa you don't think you don't believe what I believe. Go ahead and and, and yeah. <laughs> give us your spiel. I just I don't like people in my family um, unless I want to I see something serious with you and even when I see something serious I I want to wait like until I know that I really like you I just feel like like a lot of time to know people um, I feel like understandable I feel like people just are people hide a lot of things and I, I kind of want to filter through and vet the person before I even t- 
take them to a level and it maybe have a um something to do with the fact like my family is so close-knit so when you meet one person you pre you pretty much if you come to sunday dinner you're going to meet a lot of my family and i if i decide to dispose of you I don't want maybe dispose of you wasn't the right word, but if yeah, I decide if I decide to not talk Chief to you anymore, <laughs> if I decide to talk to you anymore, I don't want them asking me about you. So I would rather because I don't want them to get attached too. So I would rather avoid that whole process, not only introducing you when I'm ready. Like so, oh. if I introduce them to someone then it's like oh this is really like my family will tell you I just I will not they don't know half the people I ever talked to because I don't I don't bring people around like that but you 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 don't you don't see a problem with it I just don't I think I I, I completely I understand the whole you know I don't want my family to catch but I feel like when people think about coming you home to meet mama it <sighs> It was during a time where, like, the only way that you really communicated or saw people were via writing letters, calling them on the phone, or, yeah, meeting them in person. Now, everything and everybody is online and on social media. And I felt this way prior to social media being huge, just because I just kind of feel like, well, I I'm not going to tell you, oh, well, no, you can't come around my family because I don't want you to meet my mom yet. I think I can define with my mom where our relationship is, you know, we're just dating, we're just hanging out, you're a friend, do I like you? Like, we can talk about, I can explain that to my mom and she'll be cool now. Undoubtedly, she's going to ask about you probably when I don't want you, when I don't want, like, it to come up after <laughs> the relationship is long gone, randomly your name pops up and I'm like, yeah, all right, ma. Uh, my step mom love my stepmom he's good for it too so what about yeah so just need you to not ask about her anymore it's okay life has moved on um but they i, I, I kind of get but i there's much to me is like it's too much energy put into it it's not that big deal like if you we are in the same city at the same town and my family's having an event and i'm with you and i'm going or we're hanging out and i'm going then i can just go and People ask who you are, just tell them your name and be like, oh, how y'all know each other? We know each other from school. Like, you don't have to make it that big of a deal. Um, I, I think if it and with this in the same regard for me, because it's not that big of a deal, it's not something that I plan for to happen. I'm saying like, OK, now we're at this point and we've been dating for a year. Let's take you home to meet my mama. No, uh. I'm going to my mama's house. You want to come? Okay. All right. Hey, mom. This but is some, like, it's I, just. But so, I know some women who take that as like, oh, he's about to like, oh, he think I'm the one. <laughs> and then this is why we always tell women, when you start thinking what he thinking, <laughs> then you are thinking about the wrong thing if you're trying to tell yourself well i think this means it, you're going the wrong way it ain't gonna get there because you can't try to interpret what somebody is thinking based off anything beyond what they're telling you if they tell you hey look 
one plus one equals two, then you know within one plus one equals two. You can't say, well, I saw them with a one and another one, so they have to know that it equal two. It just don't work like that. Like you don't know what's in my mind. You don't know what's in a dude's mind. Like you can't. You set yourself up for failure when that happened. I always tell people all the time, when you assume, you make a first three letters out of you. <laughs> So you can't, and I, I, I know I'm saying that heartlessly, but like, in all fairness, in all reality, like the real of the real is that that's, if that's not what it is, then, you know, you can define what it is. You can definitely say, Hey, I need some clarification. I want to know what this means for me going to meet your parents or you meeting my parents is a big deal. You're taking me around your family. I'm not sure if I'm ready ready for that. That seems like too much for me. Or if you are, hey, me going around your family, to me, this means that we're entering into a very exclusive, very intimate, very serious, very marriage-focused or commitment-focused or whatever you want to call it. We're entering into this zone that's going to take me that where my mind is thinking. So, like, let's communicate what this means because I don't want to think that this means more because you're taking me around your parents and i believe that if I, you come around my parents then basically it's about to be signed sealed delivered like if that's not the case then we need to talk about it and i can just say for me that doesn't yeah it just doesn't really well maybe i need to start considering it um because then i need to see if your parents crazy so that mean that mean that might tell me about what's gonna happen start happening with you yeah, no, trust me, I And I think that is another reason that it's okay to be open about bringing people around because people, family is an, uh, is an integral part of, I won't say all relationships, but some relationships, particularly when that person lives in the same city as the majority of their family, you are really dating that person. But in many aspects, depending on how involved they are, with their family, you're probably going to be dating their family as well. And so there's an aspect of you need to kind of see if you're going to be comfortable with. I never understand. And I hope I never have to go through this, but I could never understand for the life of me, the whole, I hate my mother or father-in-law or my in-laws, or I don't get along with, you know, my girlfriend's parent. I just, it don't it doesn't it just doesn't make sense for me and i get that like you know people are different so there's something about a person somebody's parent or whatever that may rub you the wrong way i've had that but my thing has always been you know what i'm gonna be as respectful as possible and i'll just choose not to go around because i don't want you to disrespect me because if you disrespect me then we're gonna have a problem i remember being a kid um being in high school and like dating and stuff and this one situation, um, this girl's dad and mom wanted to meet me, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, fine, I'm cool. Like, I mean, I met everybody's parents. I'm usually really nervous to meet dad because I just think that's just like a, it's just a thing. Like, you just get nervous because it's daddy. But, you know, whatever, I'm cool. So I remember my dad finding out, you know, that I had gone over and met her mom and dad and I was telling them some of the stuff that his dad her dad was saying and then my dad like flipped out my daddy was just like you know don't be 
sizing my son up like he ain't nothing. You call him. You you asked to meet me before you meet my child. Yada yada yada. And I'm like, dude, like, chill out, bro. It's not that big a deal. Like, we good. And my dad was like, well, I haven't met her. How do I know? You know, she's she's a she's a good girl and yada 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 yada. And I'm like, you know, I mean, you can meet her, bro, but like. Like chill, but as I became older and I became an adult, I was just like, wait a minute, hold on. Like I'm not finna put on a show for you. I'm not finna monkey around for you. I'm going to be myself, and I need you to understand that this is who I am. This is what I bring to the table. You either you either like it or leave it. Like it is what it is. But I'm not finna like put on for you. And I think what my dad was trying to get at, and it was a little different because I was a high school student, like a teenage boy. So it was like. it's different. But I, I realized that what my dad was saying was this is like you can't don't put yourself in a space where you feel like you have to be something to please someone. That person has flaws. That father has been a young teenage boy before, has had hormones, has had like he understands. So like as long as he approaches the situation respectful, you're gonna definitely approach the situation respectful. You guys can both respect each other. He can lay the ground rules of like, this is what you're not gonna do with my daughter, this is what I, my daughter doesn't accept. That's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if the questions become like, Well, why should I like you? Or, you know, what what do you bring what makes me what, why should I believe that you're good enough for my daughter? Well, look, you ask me some questions about who I am and what I do. And then I can tell you and you can make that decision after that. But what I can tell you is I'm not going to like buck up and <laughs> put on a show, you know, be a, 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 a orangutan in a circus just so you can be like, oh, well, you know, he's a really nice guy. And he has this because nah, I come with what I come with. This is who I am. It's good enough for me. It's good enough for my people. So guess what? It better be good enough with you because I'm so confident in who I am that if you don't if you don't think it's good enough, I dare you to tell her go find somebody else better. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that, you know, don't get along with the, their in-laws or feel some type of way. It's weird for me. Though. But I, I think, think sometimes so the in-laws depending on the relationship they have with their child they might feel like their child has been taken from them and they kind of creates attention um and that's why you should that's really why you need to get to know these people and see if they're crazy beforehand and <laughs> you're gonna be able to deal with it because well, that's necessarily crazy it's just like a, an no, adjustment that's, they need to make it crazy because you have to understand you have how old is this is this child how old is this woman like you should have known day one that you had her that at some point in time she was gonna meet a dude. At some point in time she wasn't gonna be able to be up your behind all day. Like But that too sometimes it seems like it comes with an attachment with single moms and their son. I've seen that too. Yeah, but I I definitely won't say it's all single moms because I'll be the first to tell you my mom is like, ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> like <laughs> I am I love my son, that's my baby. I you know, I I always tell people that like I am I don't I'm not ashamed of it I'm a mama's boy but I feel like I'm the mama's I'm a mama's boy and like the only way that I know to be or the best way which means I love and I care about my mom and my mom loves and cares about me but she understands that she didn't raise a boy she raised a grown a man so at some point in time I'm just gonna have to be grown and being grown means that hey 
I'm in a relationship. I got things to do. I have, you know what I'm saying? Like there is no, I don't call my mom and my mama paying my bills or I'm calling to be like, Oh my, like this happened. Like it just, that that's not the way it works. That's not the way our relationship works. My mom respects me as a man and the man that she raised. And yeah, there, there aren't any issues of, Oh wait, you came in, took away my son or my son can't be giving you more attention than he gave me. Like that's BS. That's, that's, that, that person's crazy. Like she has a problem. <laughs> and if she can, if she can recognize that, you know, I have an issue and deal with it, that's okay. But if she can't recognize that she has a problem that's not normal and shouldn't be a problem, then whoever this young lady is need to get her stuff and just leave. Cause I, guarantee you it's not worth the headache of arguing with some old person because you don't want to disrespect somebody's family but at the same time you can't that person can't let the family disrespect you like you guys are on two different you're in two different lanes I'm protecting both of you both of you you know have my heart a, a certain special place in my heart and when it comes to my girlfriend or my wife you are my that's my 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 calling that's my job like that's what I do this is this is home. I'm not finna. I'm finna mess up home because mama ain't got nothing else to do with her time. Get out of here. That's crazy. Yeah, but it happens every day. I guess so. U.S. of A. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I mean, yeah. I just, I mean, I think the only reason I would, you know, meet parents early if I started making that a habit was just to see the kind of craziness I might be exposing myself to. Because mm-hmm. some, you know, some stuff is just a little bit like, oh, okay, that's not normal. Like, on any level. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know we all have a level of dysfunction, but some stuff is kind of like way out there. Yeah, you just got to find somebody that you can deal with their dysfunction. Yeah. And some dysfunctions ain't right. <laughs> i.e. your mama can't let you go it's just not right like you gotta be you have to and i think this is male and female dudes like if you have because i think this is problematic in today's society like if you have a, a woman that relies on her parents for everything that you know may have a job but still gets like an allowance from her parents and she's like post undergrad maybe if she's post undergrad and working towards like a graduate degree but like she i don't even know because i feel like and here's the 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 independent person in me but like they still give you an allowance that still get an allowance (laughs) or your parents are still (laughs) depositing large sums of money in your account to take care of you and you're okay with just living that way. I just that's not that's not normal. That's not something that <laughs> I, I think that's a red flag because again, and here we we I we hit this this wall of like when it is this, when the feminist movement clashes with chivalry. Because you'll have this type of woman that will say, well, you are supposed to take care of me. And then it's like, okay, well, if that's your if you want to play tradition, then let's play tradition. Get in there, cook, clean, don't go nowhere, 
be ready to smash when I'm ready to smash and have kids and sit home all day and just be domestic. Then you'll get a woman that'll be like, oh, no, it's 2015. I don't do this. and I don't do that. You ain't going to talk to me any kind of way. And it's like, but wait a minute. Nah, you don't want to do anything with yourself. You want me to like you want me to like we, we, we can't have it both ways. You can't just cherry pick that. You know, I don't want to do anything. I, I, I want you to absolutely take care of me in the way that my, my daddy or my, my mama takes care of me and gives me whatever I want. And I want you to do that as well. But when it comes time to like decision making or there being a voice, now you want me to respect you because times have changed. Now, you know, some things we that, that's that just don't make sense. We it, it don't make sense. Yeah. So, you know, let us know what you think about this meeting the parents. Um, what do you do? What is your your um kind of your I was about to say regiment. I don't think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna let my Monday meet them on Tuesday and my Friday go meet them on Sunday. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> that ain't That's good. not the right word, y'all. Um, I, but I'll, uh, yeah, let us know what you do. Your routine. Shake it, 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 get into our toast or roast good toast or roast one of my favorite segments because usually i have somebody to fire off on or i have somebody to toast and this week i am definitely toasting to at&t i wanted to toast to at&t before i don't know if i did maybe i did if i toasted to at&t before you're gonna get it again because i'm really excited about this so Everybody has AT&T. I need you to turn up your iPhone, your Android, your, your, your car volume and hear this. If you have AT&T and you have a grandfather unlimited data plan. So if you guys haven't noticed it, know or knew, probably got frustrated with and want to throw your phone. The old rules for AT&T said that once you reach over three gigs on either 3G data or five gigs on 4G LTE data, you would be throttled, which basically means that your speeds are going to be reduced to 2G speeds, which is like edge, which means videos are basically next to unable to be watched. Um, Instagram pictures are going to load after like a minute and 30 seconds. It takes a while for your phone to do everything. It's but bad. you had an unlimited data plan, but you still can use your data. It's just very very throttled so of course you know new phones smartphones iphones androids they can, everything that you use on a phone is very data intensive every like all of the apps we use basically the phones just live breathe and eat data all the time so if you had a grandfather unlimited data plan you got capped at that three or five mark well at&t recently released a policy change that says that now your data won't be throttled until after you reach 22 gigabytes of data. 
If you don't know, 22 gigabytes is a lot, a lot, a lot of data for you to use. If you're just using your phone normally, that allows you to watch a lot of YouTube videos, stream stuff, listen to music all the time. It's really a lot. For the most part, most people, I think most data plans now have like 10 gigs or something like that for the average user. Most months I use like 14 gigs, but that's a whole other story. So now I'm excited, though, because we'll be able to get to 22 gigabytes of 4G LTE data and it'll be good. Your phone will be useful. So as you're like going through your day, listening to music, I use uh, Google Music to stream a lot of albums and stuff all the time. So the cool thing is now... You don't have to worry about it. So I am definitely toasting to AT&T because, well, I'm going to toast to AT&T, but I'm going to do a second toast just at the same time to the FCC because all of this came on the heels of the FCC, FCC's lawsuit towards AT&T, which is great. I'm excited. I'm an AT&T yeah. user. Grandfathered in as well. It's such a blessing. I want to I want to thank Randall for telling me because I would have never known. Um. I would have still been turning my Wi-Fi on at every moment to try to save. <laughs> um, but thank you, Randall. Thank you for giving us that. Now you don't got I'm, to do that. I'm blessed. Blessed by AT&T Unlimited. Way up. I feel blessed by AT&T. <laughs> I want to tell to my parents. Um, my parents have been very good to me my whole life. Um, but just today, I'm just feeling really thankful. So... Toast to my peeps, Lewis and Lisa. I'm named after my mom. We have different middle names, but the same first name. So I'm not technically a so junior. I've known you for a while, but I did not know that. You didn't know that? And I think a part of me, like a part of it sounds familiar, but you just said it and I was like, wait, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Some people call me junior. I don't know why. <laughs> they say it in a joking way. They don't like call me that all the time, but because it's like I think in order to be a junior, you have the same have the same first and middle name. So, so yeah, toast. Well, dope. Toast the parents. And this week for our good vibes comes from somebody that neither one of us know who it is, but um, yeah, we're just gonna say a person that has. A great brain. This week's good vibe that we want you guys to carry out throughout the week is the learner always exceed excels. The learn the learned. Mm -hmm. Did I say that right? Did I butcher it? That's the learner always excels the learned, mm -hmm. which basically means that if you're constantly learning, if you're a student of life and everything that's in life and you're trying to get better, you will exceed those people that feel like I've learned. I've learned all that I can. I'm at, you know, my peak. I've reached my peak of knowledge. You're going to get past them because simply because you're continuing to grow and they're just staying stagnant, which is lame. Who wants to be the same? Nobody. Oh, Everybody rhymed. should grow, want to grow. They kind of You know, I'm a, I'm a rapper. Okay. When the album coming out? <laughs> no. So no, I'm not going to even go on that. But uh, album coming out uh, 2059. Okay. All right. Are you going to be live? <laughs> Yeah, what, what you mean am I going to be alive? That's blasphemous. 2059, how old will we be? Well, you know, rap... <laughs> I don't even, honestly, I don't even want to rap, think about Rap will it. probably be the thing of the past. The, the people who listen to rap now, it'll be something else. And we'll be like, oh, man, yeah. Back in the day, we used to listen to rap, 
<laughs> it's gonna be spoken word. Yeah, what well, that is kind of rap a little bit. It's like rap with no music to me. <laughs> I don't know. We don't need no music. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to another episode of Brunch Culture. As always, you can check out all our past episodes at www.brunchculturebc.com. You can check us out on iHeartRadio by searching Brunch Culture, on iTunes by searching Brunch Culture, on Twitter at Brunch Culture, on Instagram at Brunch underscore Culture, and on uh, Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Brunch Culture. And remember, at Brunch Culture, everything is up for discussion. <laughs>